Hello everyone, this is our 40th podcast and it's only going to be me and Joe here. I'm Ron and uh, we'll, we'll promise to be back with uh, more guys next week, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, uh, due to popular request, I could say, I guess, people have been asking where the podcast has been. Yeah, we've just been very busy and kind of finding the time to do it has, has been the, the hardest part, but... No problem. We'll do it. Uh, I promise to start doing it now, even if it's only one of us or two of us, <laughs> just, just <laughs> as it is right now in the room. Because there's too many uh, things going on in the modern world not to have a podcast. And uh, obviously, the, the, one of the biggest ones is the Thermal Take uh, Season 1 Invitation. Season 2, is it now? Season 2, season two for 2016? It's, <clears throat> it's. Is it Season 2? I believe it's Season 1. Well, season one was they had the, 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 okay, it is season one of the 2016, so they have a new season every year. They, they do a weird thing. They don't just continue the season like TV shows where it's like season one, season two, season three. It's, they start over a new season every year. Yeah, they, they seem to have a, uh, uh, I don't know, it seems to be a, a constant thing now where I thought it was just going to be like a one-off thing. And they did the second one, uh, the second half of the year, and then now they have a third one. They announced it pretty fast too, and it's, it was uh, now this one they have. Uh, let me see who they have uh, on these. Who do they have uh, on this season so far? Uh, Peter Brands that we know about. So that's uh, I believe a total of nine or ten guys. So the, yeah, the, have, the more popular uh, ones, the ones that are known, you have uh, Ali Abbas. Uh, uh, people know Corey Gregory under I'm Face Roll, and then you have uh, Daniel. I'm if I if I butcher any of these names, I apologize in advance because um, I more than likely will. Uh, you have Daniel Bolognesi from Italy, uh, Twister seventy eight hundred. Uh, let's see the other member of uh, Water Mod, Lord <coughs> Petipas. Yeah, yeah. They got basically eleven guys from all over the world. And uh, this time, who's in the, representing the U.S.? Because they had they had last year they had uh, last season rather they had Brian Carter and they had Ronnie Christensen. This year for the U.S. it's Kurt Schuff, and he's a, I think he's a regular for uh, in the Northwest area as well, where where uh, regular in PDX line. Well, he's wearing the PDX line beanie right there, so definitely he's representing the Northwest. And uh, I'm not familiar with his mods. I don't know if you've, you've seen any of his mods. I'm not. I'm actually not f- uh, familiar with him. I think he did, uh, I'm trying to recall, I think he did one for the most recent charity event uh, as well. He did, they did a team. Uh, there were five teams at PDX Line, and they did one of those. And also we got uh, also a couple of new guys here I haven't seen before. Ice Wolf Chen from China and uh, Biu Duk Tam from Vietnam. And I think the Ice Wolf Chen should just win just for the name. I guess that's the coolest <laughs> name there. We should get bonus points for that. I, I haven't seen uh, their works yet, but that's pretty interesting because I know that they that the modding uh, in Vietnam and China and, and Malaysia and and Philippines, Thailand, that that air right there has a large concentration of modders that we. Due to obviously because of the language barrier, we haven't seen uh, not many people here on, on our side of the, of the pond kind of get to see what they they uh, they built. So it'll be interesting to see. I know they have like their own modding is very big in those areas, and it's just like you said, the language barrier. 
Like, they have, like, their own kind of closed-circuit competitions. No, I'm assuming that the rules are going to be the same, where they have, uh, they're going to be working on Cooler Master items. Uh, Thermal Tank. Yeah, Thermal Tank, rather. Uh, I'm sorry, Uh, Thermal (laughs) Tank. Thermal (laughs) Tank's not watching this. Uh, Too many competitions in the air. Uh, (laughs) I think, so the difference is, from what I've seen, I saw uh, Peter Brands, he posted up some stuff. I think they're instead of using the X9 chassis, which is that really large, it's like two and a half feet by a foot and a half by a foot and a half. It's a big case. It's borderline a storage unit. Um, they're using their new uh, the P, the core P5, which is the uh, kind of like the I want to say it's almost like a multimedia PC. It's the wall map one. Yeah, the wall map yeah. that also doubles as a sort of a, a, a kind of a center table for the living room. I guess it could be a test bench as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of covers a lot of bases. Now, but, the 4P5, um, is, that, is that a full tower? Is that, uh, what, what in terms of size? That is considered a, it supports a, uh, a full ATX motherboard. Um, it, it's got kind of a weird bracket going where you can have the video cards either vertical or horizontal. Uh, if, you, if you use the, the bracket, then they have to be uh, horizontal. So they'll actually, like, pop out, and then you just stack them so you can actually see, like, what's in your water blocks. And well, hopefully there's nothing in your water blocks, but you can see, like, the fluid going through. Because normally, the way it's orientated, you have the video card, and then uh, you don't actually get to see the water going through. You just kind of see maybe a nickel-plated or a copper plate. Now, looking at this roster right here, is there any favorites that are popping up uh, for you? I know you got you got some, uh, some of your favorites here. Daniel. Daniel from Italy. Some of the he's done. He's yeah. uh, he, he's most noted. He's he does a very clean aesthetic. His kind of everyone's got like their signature thing they do with uh, and their mods. I it's, think I got uh, I think I got some photos here. Let me just pop this out. Uh, he's uh, he's also known as Twister seventy eight hundred. Like I said just a little bit ago, uh, he'll do uh, like a water distribution plate in the center of all his mods. His yeah, most recent one, one the Corsair 780T, it's got like a floating uh, reservoir and a floating motherboard. Basically, everything looks like it's floating, very cleanly done. And I uh, know he's won, he's won the Bitech model of the year, either 2012 or 2013. I can't remember which year, but this is the, the exact thing you were talking about, the, the mid plate right there. And this, yeah, this was about three years ago. And uh, you see a lot of modders trying to, trying to kind of emulate his style, uh, starting with this one. And not he was, he was the first one I saw really do the the water distribution plates. Yeah, not many were, were doing this at all about three years ago. No, Brian Carter did do it a while back in his uh, Trident mod. Oh yeah, um, the one with, with, the, with the reservoir. Uh, was it at the top? With a thin reservoir at the top. Well, he had uh, it was he had three reservoirs up front, and then he had his mid plate was a water distribution plate. But that was for three different pump or three different water cooling loops. So this one is the 800D uh, for uh, from Daniel from Italy. Yeah, definitely, it looks pretty sick. And uh, does he does he continuously still do mods, or is he coming out of retirement? Or he he still does mods. He did just the the other day. He did the 78. I said the other day. It was I believe late 2015 that he did it. Let me uh, go ahead and pull it up. It's a it's a very impressive system where it's just it's very simple 
but it speaks volumes. Um, you can tell he's a very he's very very anal about the way things are done. Uh, very clean aesthetic. What's there is there because it serves a purpose. It's not just because he wanted it there or yeah. because he thought it would look cool. I mean these these cables are pretty are pretty clean. I don't know if he did his own cables, but I think he of, does all his own stuff. That's one of the markers right there of a very very clean build. Right, is a is a clean cable. I know you're a, you're very uh, uh, peculiar about that since you're a, you you do a lot of the high end uh, sleeving jobs. It's fun times, but um, yeah, it. A lot of people they'll usually farm out their work for higher end builds like that, but I believe he does his own work. I mean, a lot of, a lot of actually, that's the number one complaint that we hear from a lot of modders is that sometimes they would they they love modding, they love uh, thinking up of ideas, but they hate uh, they hate sleeving. I know, I know you've probably heard that yourself. Oh, I've, so many times. <laughs> I think I've talked to. Uh, who did we meet at uh, Thermaltake, uh, at, at the Thermaltake suite at CES earlier this year? We meet uh, Matthew Redia from Modern Mod, and he said, <clears> yeah, he was he really hates sleeving. And I think Rod Rosenberg also said the same thing from BS yep. <laughs> Uh they, uh they, they voiced their opinion very, very firmly. But you know what? It, it is very tedious. It's not something you can just do in maybe 30 minutes. It takes hours to do. But, yeah, uh, Daniel's actually been, he's been pretty active here lately. He's been doing a bunch of modding workshops in Italy. So, uh, I think we'll be seeing more from him here soon. Let's go over some more of these guys. We got uh, Ali Abbas. I got a photo right here. He, he, he is an award winner. He's, like, I don't just say that, like, he won one or two awards. He's, he's probably had about a dozen or more awards uh, He's a staple of the DCMM in Germany. He's also, and he's also one of these models who, who does a lot of uh, hand crafting. He doesn't use CC, uh, CNC or uh, laser cutting uh, as often. I don't know if you've ever used one of his mods, but he's he's a very conceptual guy too. This was his uh, his Vikings mod that he did for DCMM for earlier this year, and he's entering it on the Cooler Master event currently, I think. So it'll be he interesting what it comes up with. Has he done a, a Dark Knight themed one? Yes, he did that one. That was, I think, one of his first one that kind of uh, uh, got him noticed uh, over here. He did also did the the largest uh, mouse ever in the world. I think he holds a world record for that. He tried. He made one <laughs> that's like uh, the size of a desk. <laughs> a largest fully functioning mouse. Jesus. And uh, he also <laughs> has one that's like a samurai themed desk, I think, or. or case that's similar to this one but uh has the sort of a more asian theme and i that's one of my more favorite uh case mods he has done so it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with uh with a cooler master case and he's definitely he's uh he he competes regularly he's not one of these guys who just kind of just does once it for show year. like do it yeah once a year kind of thing he he is really <clears throat> down with it to to kind of rumble and there's also a whole bunch of guys here uh you got mike veterans he did the he's from belgium have you seen his uh, Asus mod? Yep, he did that. He's, uh, he's he's been showing off his 3D printer here lately. That he's been making some custom fan grills. And of course, uh, we got Ronnie Hare, who's a staple uh, 
with a lot of. He, I think he did the uh, he did a GTR mod. I think Cooler Master event. He entered that one. The, there's a blue is it one is one of the builds before it really started picking up was the chrome piping. Yeah, and he did. Uh, well, I don't know when when did that start popping up. When did people start using that one? Because I've been uh, seeing chrome, him use that since for a long time now. Chrome piping really started popping around with the uh, murder box. Yeah. Charles Hartwood was one of the first guys that was uh, bending the chrome piping, or he, he would bend copper piping, and then he would get it plated. And uh, that was kind of like the uh, the tier for like, okay, system two, twenty thousand dollars system. <laughs> and that's the uh, that's speaking of uh, of uh, uh, piping. We've seen uh, Peter Brands obviously known for his uh, for lap desk. And also his most recent one was the pipe, uh, pipe, pipe what dream. do you call it? Was it a lip pipe? I have a photo right here. Got, uh, it was the, the modding trophy. This one is, is a lip pipe build, which is basically he's incorporating that kind of the chrome piping and all liquid cooling, hard tubing into sort of a, it almost looks like a wet bench. But it's the, the, it's interesting about it is that the, the actual, cooling part of it, it sort of makes up the structure for it you can see the panel the front and the back panels are the radiators mm-hmm. pretty cool uh bill i don't know if, when he did this one i think this was this year or was it 2015 so he did he did one that you can see it's got the four reservoirs at each corner his newest one he did was in the inwin um, d-frame and that was the modding trophy that was actually the first build that I've seen him where he actually bent the tubing before he would just use adapters. Oh, nice. Uh, definitely going to be an interesting match with these guys uh, hitting on. And uh, there's also the remaining guys there. Uh, let me just... We got... Uh, since obviously, we haven't seen Boy Duck Tam and Icewell Chan's work yet. And uh, Corey Gregory from I'm, I'm Facial Gaming. I don't know if you got some... I think he did also a desk similar to, uh, to Peter Brand's stuff. <clears throat> he's I believe two desk. He's uh he sticks mostly to Instagram. But um he's done but his build style tends to be like completely over the top. Not that it's a bad thing, it's just yeah. you look at it like, oh that looks good. I would never overbuild something like that though. <laughs> yeah, it looks like his like uh, just looking at this build a triple minor uh desk there. Looks like his budget is way, way up there. <laughs> Which says something considering the Australian dollar isn't worth too much right now. Oh yeah, they're probably paying top dollar. I know, <laughs> I know they're they're paying probably almost twice as much for the 980 Ti's or something like that because, well, they have they 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 have to import them right, even though it's closer right. to them coming from from uh, from Asia, they still have to pay because the exchange rate and uh, the population and kind of the distribution uh, in Australia costs a lot of money. And we got also Adam Braithwaite from uh, from from England. I have to admit, I haven't seen his work. Maybe he come. Maybe he goes by another name that's more familiar. Uh, I'm not sure if you've you're, you've seen his work. I have not. Oh, he's Darwin PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you what's, go. That, that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> definitely going to be interesting. And the last one, we had the the second half of Water Mod. We got Lord Petipas. Uh, like we like we mentioned earlier, we met uh, his partner, one of his partners, uh, Matthew at CS earlier this year, and Lauren uh, also does a lot of the. I think he did this one. Let me just pull it up. 
this was one of the first things I saw where I kind of took notice of them. Because he was using, using a leather kind of a leather a texture here with a gold. Was a, I think I I think this was entered in the Cooler Master event uh, if it placed or was it, it was just for a for a client maybe but they do a lot of that kind of a high end clean look. We got uh, I think this is also one of theirs. See this one's pretty simple like that but you see a lot of the, the kind of the solid design ideas that they put in. Even though, unlike other builds where it's, it's, it, it's clean, but it doesn't have sort of that personality. But this one, you can see that it's very original. Yes, uh, he is from Darwin PC. They're most known for the the Ibris system, which was the purple, uh, purple, black, and silver uh, colored system. Oh, Those that's, uh, you're talking about Adam Braithwaite here. Yep. Okay, oh yeah. The the only caveat to having kind of a, an online alias is if you don't actually let people know your name, they may not know who you are, even though they know your work. <laughs> let me just pull up his Facebook page here. Well, actually, this is the. Let me see if we got. Do you have his uh, a photo of his work right there? You just yeah. Share it on the screen. There you go. Just click on that link. Another guy who, who does a lot of clean work. So we, we definitely got a whole bunch of different styles here, not just the same ones. Well, last year it seemed to be more of the, the abstract work that was, or not, well, yeah, it would have been last year as well, but uh, last season for the Thermal Tech Mod competition, it was the people that run it, they weren't your traditional uh, type modders. They would do something that was more out the outside of the box. This year, it seems that we have a lot of people that are known for a clean aesthetic, so bringing that in this year, that'll be interesting to see, especially with uh, the Core P5, if that is the case they're using. Because yeah. that one, I mean, you don't have anywhere to really hide anything. I think the frame itself is maybe about two inches wide. That's where all the cables and stuff go on. And they also have the MFC Championship, which is basically facing off of the first season and the second season winners. You got Su Shao who won, won the first one, and Jesse who won the most recent one. And we're trying to figure out what the what they were going to face off at as. And I was looking at here. I think they're going to use the same case because a Core P5 as well. I believe so. Uh, Thermal Tech's really pushing. That's their uh, new signature case is the P5. We've seen this in person. I think they showed it at uh, QuakeCon last year, and it's bigger than it looks. Yeah, they had they had some at CES, and it's it's a lot bigger of a case than it looks. I mean, on when you look at it, it's like oh, it kind of looks about the size of a monitor. No, it, it's actually a very large case. It does lend itself to to uh, to modding pretty easily, as you can see. You have uh, like a large open area right there, and you have the uh, the kind of a modular uh, accessory package there. I think they sell that individually, right? The you can upgrade certain parts of it. You can also 3D print parts. They had they have that open now as well. Oh yeah, they have uh, they launched that program where you can download uh, files and 3D print it. Yep, and um, it's it's not just for the P5. They have it for a bunch of different models, but um, it's just a place for people to upload 
Another place, if you if you have access to a 3D printer, that you can find computer parts to print, uh, or rather case accessories would be like Thingiverse. Um, just, I mean, it's it's people just sharing their ideas. And another interesting thing is that there's also that MSI event currently going on, the uh, Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. It's actually voting stage right now. We've been seeing the mods uh, pop up for the last few years, and people can can vote. Uh, for their favorites, and you get to win prizes. So I I didn't realize it was this was actually an official event that they actually partnered up with DC and Warner. So that's pretty cool. I I don't think I've seen this. Is probably the biggest kind of partner I've seen for a modding event. I was uh, I was actually wondering for a while about if they had actually gotten permission, or if MSI was going to get a cease and desist at the last minute of the competition. <laughs> Yeah, I think we we've been talking about that, and that was that was definitely interesting because it, it came out pretty fast too. I didn't expect it because it was just right on the heels of their uh, previous event too, the, the second season of their uh, uh, their most recent case mod event as well. Now we're looking at here uh, some of the uh, case mods that are entry uh, entered here, and these guys are familiar names as well. They were also participants. I think they were selected from uh, the top. Uh, place winners of the of the last uh, MSI event. So this was more of an invitational. Yeah, I think so. She so got uh, you got these guys who were kind of proven to be top modders. They're all also from around the world. Uh, a whole bunch of guys from Thailand and Philippines. Uh, Mike there in Italy, Italy, Germany. There's no American guys, curiously enough. So definitely <laughs> need to step up uh, here. American modders need to step up. We've got a uh, Sander Van Der Vellen, who we, we interviewed. Uh, let me just close this window. We interviewed, and I have to, I have to uh, bust Joe's balls here for a bit because he, he we we interviewed him at at CES, and we kind of lost the audio. We didn't lose it. There just wasn't audio. There was no audio recorded, and that was Turn. a long interview. That was about fifteen minutes. It was a good interview too, and then that's that's why I went ahead and bought a, an H4n XOR recorder so I can actually see if the, <laughs> the mic is getting power. That's good. Well, uh, apologize to Sander if he's watching this, so we'll, we'll, we'll try to interview next time. Yeah, he uh, he's he's a great guy. Well, we interviewed him over the Yazzie, the starship from Star Wars. Uh, the case. I mean, you look at it online, you're like, oh, it looks kind of big. In person, it's huge. Giggity. Yeah, the uh, the Yahtzee Venator class. Did he, did he successfully sell that? I think he was trying to sell it. I don't know if he got a season desist from LucasArts or something. but I think he got permission from uh, Disney. Yeah, because it, it, it is not, a lot of money. Not, yeah. Well, the the thing is, like, there are two... There are really two companies you don't mess with as far as, like, entertainment go. Uh, Disney, of course, being one, they're the most known, known for is handing out cease and desist. And the other one is actually Pokemon. They don't play. <laughs> well, they got to protect all of them. <laughs> well, definitely. And uh, speaking of which, we actually are, we have to announce that we are still going to have our staff versus staff at QuakeCon this year. And uh, I think, let me just read uh, what the, the theme is this year. Uh, what we agreed upon is that the winner of the previous one will be selecting the the theme. And Craig won last year with his Doom mod. 
So he picked uh, a quote. This was from him directly. Your favorite game or your favorite memorable item. The title would be Memory Anchors of a Better Time. So that's it's pretty open in terms of interpretation there. And uh, I know you have an idea already of what you you want to do. I'm jumping back and forth between two. Uh, that's from Portal Portal 2 when GLaDOS becomes a potato. Or shouldn't become a potato. They uh, they install her onto a potato. That's one other, right here. Yeah, the other one is the Soul Cube from Doom 3, which was the, the tool that you were given. You, like, midway through the game, you plummet into hell, and you have to fight this demon. And when you beat the demon, you unlock the Soul Cube, and the Soul Cube is the best weapon against the demon horde. And you have to kill four demons in order to activate it, and then it goes, use us. And then you just use it, and it just flies around the environment and kills everything in uh, proximity. Is there a scale you're looking at, uh, you're trying to go for, like a mini ITX, micro ITX? ITX? I'm big on ITX. Uh, For me, I'm still going to stick with a Quake theme. I kind of screwed up my build uh, last year, so i got to redeem myself. Uh, this year, everyone is going to do a scratch build uh, as per the rule stated by Craig. So it's going to be a scratch build. But what I'm going for is a, a build uh, that is going to be using uh, old parts that is going to be period-specific from 1996. Uh, parts that are restricted to what, what was available uh, for the users when the game came out, which was, what, July 96 or June 96? So that restricts me to using a Pentium computer. Non-MMX Pentium, so either 75 to Pentium 75 to Pentium 200. As long as it can run quick, I don't really care, but I'm, I'm hunting for parts of those right now. And the hard part is actually finding uh, the motherboard that is that is within a time period. And, and working. A working motherboard that did not leak at all or anything. Uh, no damage. And also a uh, video card. Hopefully that can... Uh, can let me run GL Quake, but I'm not. I'm not hoping for for that. I'm just hoping for the basics right now. And, and build. I don't. I don't even know the specification of the AT, so I can't even begin my build because uh, I, I know the AT is different from the from the ATX. Well, you're basically you're trying to find an intact Dr Pepper can from 1996. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But hopefully, hopefully it'll be worth it. And hopefully it's not too big. I, I, if I can find a baby AT case, I think that's the reasonable size. But the regular AT cases, rather AT motherboards, were were pretty big. They're about the size of an EATX uh, motherboard. So, and uh, I, I think I found one, but it was like uh, I found some that are. Uh, oh, looks like Joe dropped off. Hopefully, still record. Oh, there you go. I need to find one that that can uh, still works and also can uh, and also there are the other parts like the the EDO RAM and the hard drive, which is about a single digit one or three gigabyte in size back then. Oh, Joe's cutting in and out. Hopefully, uh, he's here. I'm almost done anyway. Since it's going to be a thirty minute uh, podcast, Joe, are you still there? Oh. Looks like his connection is solid off, so I just I'm I'm going to sign off now. In behalf of Joe, it's about thirty minutes now. Uh, we're going to be doing this. We try to try to do it weekly, if as long as there's two at least two monozing members here, since uh, we're trying to organize. And 
just as a teaser, we are having we're going to have a an event very soon for Monos uh, in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, we're teaming up with Gigabyte to send you to Computex, you and your case mod. So uh, just hold off to that. Uh, check out the site for details. And uh, this is Ron signing off for the podcast. Thanks for watching. See you next week.